Hey, welcome to another episode of Chat with Papa Joe. Uh, you've heard it all today. You, I'm sure you've been inundated with the news, the media, people talking around the water cooler, your friends babbling about different things going on around the world, and you got all these strong opinions. Well, come in and sit down. And let's have a little, have a drink, and just let's put it all into perspective. Okay, sit back, relax, and let's just kick this out. All right, folks. Here's the dealio. Here's what we're looking at today. Um, I'm sure you've, you've been inundated with it for the past few days. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying, you know, yeah, Papa Joe is a conservative. Okay, I tend to I tend to lean that way. But this is you you can't look at things. Uh, you can't look at everything by your political view, and you can't let stuff get jaded by that political view. What we're going to talk about today is this this bullshit going on with the vaccine. All right, I want to share I want to share some things going on with you here and put it in another perspective that's that's not even heard of anymore. And that is, uh, well, to share a story with you actually. Um, one of our sons was uh, he's autistic. He's a high-functioning autistic. They say they have Asperger's syndrome and all that stuff, and it's still debatable. We're going to digress for a minute. It's still debatable. as Asperger's autism. I don't know, but the clinicians say it is, so fuck it. Let's go with it. All right, but when the youngest two were born, the last two boys were born, we sat down and we thought about this for a very long time. Do we give them immunizations or we don't? This was right about at the time when internet and the sharing of information was very coming very prevalent and and so it's it's not just you might pick up some information in the grocery store aisle in a parenting magazine or there may be an episode on tv every now and then or it might get touched on if it's a a ranking thing on the news now this information is out there and we had decided to to take a look at the whole vaccinate don't vaccinate thing and i'll tell you with both boys and from what we've seen in the autism community from our our research our talking to people and just being involved in it the whole hoopla about vaccines is just that hoopla for every source that you can find i can find two sources the other way and you pick a you pick a side you pick any side I can find two sources for every one that you say is this. Vaccines cause autism. Vaccines don't cause autism. Pick one. I'll, I'll find two sources for your side and, and five sources for mine. And I, can, and I can be the devil's advocate on both sides. But what it really come down to for us, um, we decided not to vaccinate until uh, a little bit later on. And the reason for that was... We knew our environment. We knew where we were going. If your environment is different, you have to look at your vaccine decision based on that. There's there's a lot. I'll tell you, I've learned and from our research. And I'll, as, as a Navy corpsman, everybody knows in the military, you get inundated with vaccines. It's, it's even a joke. Uh, you know, the first thing you do when you go in boot camp, you get your head shaved. Stand in line for your shots, and you go down through, get a myriad of shots, tetanus, diphtheria. If you're going overseas, I was in during anthrax. You remember those anthrax things? Oh, they're going to cause this, they're going to cause that. Man, we gave anthrax. And the deciding factor 
that it came down to with anthrax was, and again, this is another digression, kind of, sort of, what it came down to with anthrax was, look at, we're in the military, we're going to deploy, I'm leaving here healthy, I'm going to get over there, this bad guy is throwing around some stuff that, best case scenario, I get deformed, worst case scenario, I die, and it can all be prevented with a shot. Now, is it going to have these long-term effects so far? I haven't seen a lot compared to how many shots we gave, how many immunizations of anthrax we gave out. And it kind of came to uh, fruition with, with a decision with the boys. We're going to wait till later because, while well, they're not going to get exposed to yellow fever. We were retiring from the Annapolis, Maryland area. We were moving to upstate New York. A flu shot? Okay, we'll take that. But the other shots, we're going to wait for a bit until they get a little bit healthier for their bodies to t- to absorb sicknesses, mumps, measles, rebellion, all that. And those things are gonna are 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 going to happen in life, but the chances are very low. Now, if I'd stayed in the Baltimore, Maryland area, absolutely, there's more people, more of a chance. There's more of a, a immigrant population that could be bringing these diseases from other areas. And I'm not bagging on the immigrants, but the, the reality is, if you're immigrating from the Congo, you could be bringing yellow fever with you and not even know it. Or by the time you know it, now you've exposed people. So it's not bagging on you. I'm going to protect me just like I'm going to protect you. You come from the Congo and I'm going to, you're going to get sick with yellow fever. I'm going to take care of you. <laughs> okay. So it's not bagging on you. It's not saying stay out. That's a whole nother, whole nother issue that Papa will, will discuss. So when we're talking about the vaccine, that's currently going around. We have to, you have to take a couple things into consideration. And what really, really, really bothers me today is that one of the things we're taking into consideration is political affiliation. Where the hell does political affiliation have to do with a sickness? I've heard of Trump derangement syndrome. I've heard of all these different things that we call people, but those things should not take into account the basic bottom line look at no matter who is commissioning these this vaccine they are not at the bottom line of the making of it they are not sitting at pfizer and uh, astrazeneca they're not sitting in those spots and if we want to continue with modern medicine, you got to have some faith and hold them accountable that they are going to follow certain biomedical ethical uh, situations or guidelines that they need to have. Uh, So at the end of the day, when we've heard all the opinions about I'm not going to get a shot or I'm going to be first in line for the vaccine or you can't make me, it really doesn't, those things don't matter in the end game. You need to start looking at what is the what is the cost benefit and what is the risk. And so far, the only thing that I've seen as a person who's really been involved in researching, or I wouldn't say research, I'm not a researcher, okay? I'm a freaking truck driver, a logistics person. I'm a grandfather. Some would argue I'm kind of a drunk, but but with rudimentary research. And what we've looked at with our kids for years, for over over 15 years now, what we've looked at, the only thing that I've seen is a longevity. When we looked at shots for uh, the 
your basic immunizations for children, we looked at what is it going to do to them in the long term. We never doubted the fact that an immunization will protect you. Uh, the way an immunization is designed is, is it, everybody knows, we're not going to harp on the, the science, but the mad science, the quick science is, they stick this dead thing in you, and this dead thing resembles or is, it has the DNA, it has the whole profile of of what it is. Your body reads it, your brain says, oh, okay, and so they develop a defense plan. They put up a little SOP in your brain It goes, okay, if I get measles, this is how we fight measles. And it tells the brain, develop these antibodies for the measles. Boom, you don't get measles. The other thing we look at, we looked at were the side effects. That is the main thing that I'm looking at is what are the side effects. If the side effects are going to be worse than the virus itself, we need to rethink that, make sure that the body is in a spot that it can handle those side effects, can overcome those side effects. And that's why we waited for a little bit as far as we could legally to immunize our kids. We didn't know. It was our first two together as a couple that we decided that we want to make sure that they were healthy. There was nothing nothing hidden that was going to come out later on. You know, maybe liver function, kidneys, things like that, that would have to be dealt with first. And if you give those immunizations to a kid that's not healthy, we thought that that would be bad. So if you're looking at this and you're not healthy, by all means, you got the right to say, I don't know, maybe let's rethink this. Is the cure worse than the than the disease? The other thing we looked at was the the research into it. Most of these immunizations have been around for years and years and years. They may have been tweaked here and there to make them more efficient, make them safer, whatever. But they weren't they weren't new vaccines. They weren't um, developed yesterday, and then nobody else had them. Most of your, your tetanus are given out a bazillion a day. Your measles, your mumps, your rubella, your whatever, uh, diphtheria, those things. And as time goes on, you get to see, and then they're taken off the market. That's the only thing, only thing that concerns me about this uh, COVID right now is at what point is the body able to take it that i don't know and that i don't i don't know if it's that significant but what i do know and i just i had coronavirus last week i got over it quick i've always gotten over sicknesses quick even as a child i always have i'm not overly healthy i'm fairly healthy i'm fairly rugged however there's people in my family there's people around that cannot cannot take the coronavirus. What I had would have progressed because of their immunity, because of their natural body. Some people don't don't do illness well. They don't do it well at all. They catch a cold and they're down for a freaking week. And if you're in the workforce, you've seen these people. And it's it's almost a joke, but it's you know the the joke that people do about the man flu. Oh my God, my husband's sick and he's down for, for a week. I'm sick and I'm still up, you know, doing dishes and everything. That is a true s- scenario in life. Some people are like that, so you have to look at it, look at it like that. Other than that, these are brand name 
real life labs that are doing these tests. This is 2020. If we're going to have faith in a society, if we're going to protect a society, I think that vaccines are an important part of that. Now, I, I totally understand the anti-vaxxer side of it. There are things that they're putting in your body, and you've got to weigh that because a vaccine is not just the dead virus or sometimes a live virus. It's not always that. You know, there's all these tinctures and stuff like that. But in my humble opinion, as a grandfather, I've been around for 50 years. I've been working in food service, uh, in the Navy as a corpsman. I've inspected foods. I've seen these factories that make our food. Do you really think that your organic chicken, even though it's it might be grown organically and your cows that are free, you know, and all this free range stuff, do you really think there's no GMOs involved? Do you think there's no anything involved before it gets to your market? Maybe in the field, yeah, that might be a free range chicken and the truck pulls up and by the time that chicken gets in the truck, it's free range. Nothing but corn, nothing but grain, all that stuff. But once it gets in there, it has, it's washed down. It's treated by people, people that you are hoping are not sick. All right. It's cooked. It's it's washed. And, you know, there's water all through the process. And it's mostly city water. You got the wrappings. You've got all that plastic. Do you not think there's stuff getting into your food at some point? There is nothing left unless you grow the food yourself, that's totally 100% organic, not touched by a chemical. I use the same theory when it comes to vaccines. I'm going to put some shit in my body that's going to help me, and I have to, and this is 2020, you got to accept the fact that something is going to get into your system. You don't have, you know, I guess you don't have to and not do it, but the consequences of having measles the consequences of getting mumps, rubella, tetanus. Good Lord, tetanus and lockjaw and I can't drink my beer? Hell to the no. That ain't going to happen here. So let's get over this whole, I'm not taking the vaccine because Trump did it. Or I'm not taking the vaccine because the government is making me. There's a reason behind it. And instead of worrying about the vaccine... Hold the government accountable and hold those labs accountable. I I still to this day have not seen and I've researched it for a couple hours today and I've researched it before and I've asked people, show me where the connection is between the political corruptness in Pfizer and the political corruptness in AstraZeneca and anybody else who might be doing these vaccines. I throw Pfizer out because that's my, my go-to for medicine. I don't know if Pfizer's even really doing one. But there's all these different companies that are doing them. Hold them accountable. If they are not following bioethical routines, they can actually go to jail. The owners of those companies, the people all the way down the line, can go to jail. In a lab environment, you you can get in huge, huge trouble for that. So the only thing that, that's concerning me is how do you how do you get down to the time frame? Like I say, the yellow fever shot has been around for years. I gave it for over 20 years in the military. I've been out of the military for 10, so over 30 years has been given out a lot. And we're talking about a coronavirus that's not even released yet. How do we know 
the long-term effects or the even the short-term effects. But I got faith in the system. And I probably shouldn't have. But of all the systems to have, of any system rather, to have faith in, that's the one I do. If you want my uh, want my honest, you know, we can we can talk about it. You know, the people at work screaming, "You can't make me do it." No, I can't, and that's probably you're right. I'm not going to fight the fight on that one. That's not going to be the hill I'm going to die on. I'm going to not take it because it's not safe. That is where we should be looking at. And I'm not saying it's not safe. I'm saying that's the that's the battle I would fight if it was a battle. And I'm not sure it's a battle yet. I'm not sure I'm ready to go there. I say when it comes out, I get my flu shot. A lot of people don't, and they don't get sick. Good for them. Good, you know, good for you. Some people are strong like that. But I hang around old people. I'm getting old myself. I've got a lot of people I want to be around. And I, quite honestly, I'm a workaholic. I don't want to miss work because I'm sick. So if that, if I can get a shot, it makes my arm sore for a while. Sometimes a flu shot gives me the runs, but I'll take the shot and move on. It gives me a few hours out of work and I'll go and get me a shot up at the VA, which is a whole nother issue. But let's not look at this politically. We cannot look at this politically. And it really bothers me that a whole level of governmental leaders are doing this this is not that this is not cool the whole you know the state of new york we don't want it if trump is doing it who cares if trump is doing it dude your people are freaking dying up there i've got family up there and you're saying no really let them make the decision my daughter is a very strong-willed independent woman who knows how to do research let her make that decision if it's important for her to get it and her kids and her husband they're not dumb people, but I'll tell you this, if you hold back because of somebody's opinion, you're going to really regret yourself if you happen to be that person that gets COVID and you pass it on to your niece, your nephew, your grandkids. You pass it on to the chillin' and they and now they're sick. Oh, well, I wasn't that sick. Well, now they are. Now they're they got a tube shoved up their nose and they're in a coma or shoved down their throat and they're in a coma. And the worst part of it is, is people are now in the hospitals by themselves. Sickness today in 2020 is not like sickness as it was. When I went to the hospital to get, because I was having COVID symptoms, the first thing they did was isolate me. And you don't talk about a very daunting, lonely, fucked up feeling. I could have, if I had known who would pass the virus on to me at that moment, I would have choked them. Really? It's been around for this long, and you pass it on to me. And here I sit, watching people all around me. Freaking, <laughs> I'm a fucking leper. So keep that in mind when you're when you start talking about these vaccines and the current vaccine and the argument. Think about what you're really saying to the kids, and when you get down to it, what you're really telling the kids is that you are making decisions based off of somebody's emotion, very significant decisions, and you don't want to do that. That's that's not something we want to teach the kids. If Governor Cuomo wanted to jump off a bridge and said, this is going to save her, does that mean everybody should jump off a bridge? No. And it's the age old, old thing that, you know, if your mom hasn't told you, she, she'll tell you eventually you're going to put your eye out with that BB. All right. Those, those are things. But if they're going to jump off a bridge, are you going to jump off that bridge too? Just because they're Democrats or just because they're Republican? Really? 
how about you be a little bit smarter than that and go, that's a political theory, that's a political ideology, or that's a political thought. This is medical. Just like religion and politics really don't mix, politics and medicine don't mix. Keep that in mind of what you're telling the kids. I don't care who it is that's in office. When it comes to your vaccines, you do your research, you pray to whatever God you pray to, and you come up with the answer that's right for your family, and then you have to be able to accept the consequences. And it could very well be the consequences of this one is if you're not immunized, you might not be around, be able to be around people. Think of all the nursing homes. If all you got to do is get two shots, and then you can go see grandma in the nursing home, then that's, that's, that's a win-win, right? Okay, you get two shots, and maybe you get some diarrhea out of it. Maybe your left eye twitches for 12 hours, and then you're done. You go in there, you show him you got your vaccine. Look, here's a card. I got my vaccine. I'm vaccinated. Can I see grandma now? Oh, yeah, you're safe. Go ahead. Go in there. And now grandma's not dying alone in the nursing home, which a lot of them have been. I don't want to look grandma in the eye out the window and say, hey, because I'll tell you, Papa, I ain't far from the nursing home. If I sit there and look out the window and say, I want to touch you. I want to hold you one last time before I die. I can tell I'm dying. That's why I'm in the nursing home. And you say, well, I, I, I don't want to because I don't want a shot. I'm going to look at you right square in the eye and be like, son of a bitch, go in there and get that shot. That's what's stopping you from saying bye to me the right way? Yeah. No. So sit back, contemplate about it, think about it, pray about it, and really do your research and not listen to everybody around you. Sit back and think about it. If you got family members or if you are not healthy enough to take the vaccine, don't do it. I it, I ain't going to fault you. And anybody who does, I'll dot their eye for you. Send them my way. If you really think that you can't take it because it's not safe for you, you know, you got MS, you got any kind of, you're immunocompromised, you're already sick, then don't take it. But if you're young and healthy, look at the research and weigh it out. It's not a political decision. It's a medical decision. All right. Thank you, everybody. And enjoy your whiskey and Coke like I am. I wish I had a cigar. And we'll talk to you on the flip side. <laughs>